Turn up the heat this summer. Get propane delivery straight to your door with Cinch. C-Y-N-C-H. It's easy and convenient to order, and Cinch brings the tanks to your home on your schedule. Just go to Cinch.com. That's C-Y-N-C-H.com. Select your delivery date and drop-off location, and Cinch handles the rest. Now, new customers can get their first propane tank exchange for just $10 when they use promo code TANK10 at checkout. Cinch. Propane Grill Tank Home Delivery. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Visit C-Y-N-C-H.com. If you are thinking about snacking on anything other than tasty cake this summer, you are simply miscaken. A melted milkshake? Miss cake. Crumbly, sticky s'mores? Bigger miss cake. Or worst of all, you resort to baking? If it's not tasty cake, it's a miss cake because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Accept no substitutes. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 1997's Scream 2, directed by Wes Craven. I'd say what have you been up to, but we're on lockdown now. Yeah. Like, more lockdown. Yeah, we yeah. certainly are. I think we're on tier three now. Are we? Yeah. Is it? Oh. 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 I know. Do you know what I have done? What have you done? Well, I did it like three weeks ago. I watched Inception. Did I tell you? No. I can't remember. So, because I was expecting it to be really incomprehensible because I'd heard people find it really confusing. Yeah. So I was anticipating, yeah, I thought it would be difficult to follow, but I didn't find it difficult to follow at all. Like, I just, it just made perfect sense to me. I don't understand why people... I watched it and it made sense to me. I didn't yeah. find it that confusing. Like, it is confusing, but, like, I was able but to sort of... It. I was able to sort of make sense of it in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you were like, why is that van taking so long to fall? I'd understand why you were confused if you didn't know about the dream levels. Yeah, that's it, exactly. But the part I didn't quite understand that they didn't explain was that briefcase with the big button in the middle and the wires coming off that allowed you to share dreams with a group of people. Mm. They never quite explained exactly how that worked, did they? No. Like, that surely is more strange than the concept of the film yeah actually <laughs> had like a massive button in the middle didn't it yeah i've not seen it for a while so i can't really remember it a lot it was but... a, it was a bit like um reminded me a bit of like a deal or no deal type <laughs> it wasn't red it was like a, a case like a toolbox but yeah. a bit like deal or no deal yeah yeah and yeah oh. I don't know how that worked. Anyway. No, that's a bit weird. That's about it. That's all I've done. That's all you've done. But you have watched it. Yeah. It's good. I liked it. it. I thought it was really good. I, I do like it. it. Is it Christopher Nolan? It's Christopher Nolan, isn't it? Yes. I yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like him. I like his stuff. Yeah. What Is he one I of done? the Nolan sisters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't he's think he's related to them. No. No. Um. <laughs> Imagine that. What have I done? Nothing. I've done nothing. Tell you what, though, my uh, my diploma came this week. Oh, I'm officially a biomedical scientist now. 
Excellent. It's it's official. Not getting a graduation this year. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be in July next year. Okay. Because people have said that they want a, an actual graduation, which I want an actual graduation. So I've just got to wait for it. Yeah. So I'll have forgotten about it by then. We're like. Eh. Well, you have to put it in your calendar. It'll give you time to save up to to rent the gown or whatever. Yeah, because that's bloody expensive, isn't it? Yeah. How much are they? Don't know. They're expensive. I feel like they're expensive. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We'll have to wait. Don't know. Did you not go to uni? Um, Yeah, but I didn't go to my graduation. Oh, why? Well, I didn't want to rent the gown. I thought it'd be too expensive. Yeah, I think it is expensive. I want my picture though. I didn't really want to wait all day to go on stage. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah. To be honest. I don't want to, like, make it seem like a degree isn't important. By the end, by the the time it comes round, I'll probably be like, I'm over it now, so I can't be bothered. But at the moment, I want one and I want my picture because it's kind of a big deal, but... Well, we could do, we could make you a picture. I could fashion a picture, yeah. We could just do a kind of fake. We could do a fake one, yeah. Yeah. Bit cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a like a green screen type yeah. thing. I could be anywhere. I could You're do it anywhere. Out of out of some duvet. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll do that. <laughs> it would be cheap. It'd be like and cheaper. and it will be now, not next year. So. Yeah. It'd be hard yeah. to make one of those hats though. Yeah. Nah. I bet I could do it. You could, you could definitely give it a go. <laughs> a square of a cardboard. A square of cardboard and a cap. Stick yeah. it on. Just get a, like an old baseball cap. Yep. So get, get the peak off it. Cover. Yeah. 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 Sorted. And get a tassel from the curtains. Sorted. There we go. I'm doing it. It's a lockdown project. Why not? It'll be finished in time for next year as well, hope well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you, you could go through a few, like, versions and the final one will be ready for next year. Do I have to rent one? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Might do that then. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so, this week, we watched Scream 2. We did. Directed by Wes Craven. I'm glad he came back for this one. It scored a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is, Moving on from the Woodsboro murders, Sydney is adjusting to college life. Things are going well until Ghostface reappears. She reunites with the survivors to put a stop to it again. But she's sick again. of it. Sick of it this time. So yeah. it seems to be following her around. It is following her around. Oh, yeah. So you get the... Um, I feel like the... Scream franchise is really good at a cold open, so like the bit before the the actual film starts. So like yeah. you got the Drew Barrymore one in the first one, yeah, and then this this one Jada Pinkett, yeah, yeah Jada Pinkett before I feel like Jada Pinkett before she was really really famous. Yeah, I don't think she was that I famous quite, at this I quite point. I liked her. She was good. I think it was she, a shame that she died. She spoke sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it starts at a theatre and it's Jada Pinkett and her boyfriend who are going to the cinema and she's saying she'd rather watch Sandra Bullock 
rather than stab. So they're going to see Stab the movie. Stab. Stab the movie, which is the film adaptation of the book that Gail Weathers wrote. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they made a film of, of the first film. A film of the first film. It's really like, it's so Wes Craven that it's such a Wes Craven meta, thing. It's meta, isn't it? It's meta so, like times a million. Yeah. But I love I it because... The thing about this though was the, the audience going into the cinema were really, like really excited I have never... I've never been to a cinema like never. that and I can't imagine wanting to ever go to a cinema like that because it was absolute chaos in there and it had it done like my head in. A, what's a, a school for little children? Nursery. It's nursery. Like a nursery. A school for, for little children. <laughs> nursery, I think. And they were getting like... They were getting like uh, ghost face costumes and stuff. Yeah. It's really weird though because that... In this film... That was based on a true story. So it'd be like us going to the cinema and them giving us, like, a John Wayne Gacy clown costume and going to watch a film yeah. about John Wayne Gacy. It's, it's really weird. weird, isn't it? Yeah. But then... But what if they did this for, like, other films? I guess like... that kind of... It kind of comments on... It's like a sort of commenting on the audience. It's like, well, you're watching this, like... Yeah. Something wrong with it. And they were all like stabbing each other and going. With the glow in the dark knives. Oh, yeah. God. And there was popcorn flying everywhere. Oh, no. It stressed me out. So, yeah, because they, cause they, they go in and then they're like, here's your souvenir, um, like, costume. And they sort costume. of look. Yeah, and she's like, well, that's really weird. And he's like, oh, cool, yeah. Because he's really into it. And she's, she's like, she hates horror, clearly. She's like the horror person who doesn't want to watch horror. She's like, I'd rather go watch, drive go watch Sandra Bullock. I'm not into this. And then she says, she starts talking about how it's all like white people in horror and, and how like black people aren't represented, which is definitely a thing at that time. So they go in and they sit down she's having none of it. And then you get the, uh, based on the book by Gail Weathers on the screen. And then you get uh, Nick Cave, Red Right Hand playing. See, now everyone says when they hear that song, they think of Peaky Blinders, but I always think of Scream because I heard it on Scream first. Mm. Yeah. I can't comment having not even noticed. But yeah, well, it's it's but, kind yeah. of like, a yeah, they play it a lot in it anyway. So it's like, basically, it's you're in an opening sequence of a film watching the opening sequence of the last film. Yeah. And it's, it's cool, but it's but it's re- but it's like it's really like filmized. So it's like a sort of it's like it's just really it's shitly acted. Let's be honest. But <sighs> it's like it's like the first one, but done really badly. Yeah, and Did it's you notice the amount of steam coming off the swimming pool. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, <laughs> it, it was either cold outside or that swimming pool was hot. And it's Heather Heather Graham is Drew Barrymore's part. Yeah. I'm not sure if she perhaps auditioned for the first one. I don't know if that is accurate or not. Really? Yeah. They should they should make two films. They should make a film which is the first film where the actors who got the part play it and everything's as they would have wrote. Yeah. They make a second film where everyone who didn't get the part gets to play it. See, I. Them. I really want them to be. I want there to be a feature of Stab. Like I would watch Stab because it's yeah. hilarious. 
<laughs> and I just I feel like they should actually like have filmed the full thing and then like done it as an extra or something or was, made it in like was it Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson as Billy Luke Loomis. Wilson. Oh my god, it was oh it's funny. And it and I was thinking as well because when she gets the phone call, it's the same voice, obviously. So it's mm. the. But then I was like, in the film stab did they hire this guy because he sounded like the voice because it's the same one and i was like oh god my head's hurting i thought about it too much but yeah the uh yeah roger roger da- jackson is the voice on the phone and he was the voice of mojo jojo in the powerpuff girls <laughs> Yes. I haven't seen the Powerpuff Girls, but he's done he some strong like a work. Different character. He's done some strong work. He's a monkey with a helmet on. Oh. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, it's kind of she's she's kind of acting, but it's hammy, and that she's on the phone, and I, I love this a bit, and she's like, I don't know who you are, but I dislike you already. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. It's just really funny. So she sat. Jada Pinkett sat with a boyfriend. And then she's like, I need popcorn, give me money. And he's like, you've got money. And she's like, I've got money. I didn't say I wanted my money, I want your money. And I was like, yes. I was like, you've dragged her to this, you give her money for food. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting, did they get popcorn when they first went in? No, I don't think so. Maybe that's just... Oh, did he get one? To get her to leave, I don't know. Did he get one and then she wanted one? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But she goes, she goes outside to go get this food, and uh, and then she overhears like these people talking, don't she? And it's like, oh, it's just a movie. And then they were like, oh no, it really happened. Like, no, it happened. And it and it's probably like that kind of, oh yeah, my sister's uncle's cousin's wife twice removed was there or something. You know, you get yeah. that kind of Chinese whispers kind of thing. And um, she, yeah, she gets her her food and she gets to the door and then a date terrifies her in the mask. Jumps out of her, yeah. If did that to me, he'd get punched in the throat. Can't stand being like jumped out at by people. It oh, irritates me. And then um she goes back in she goes back in and it's absolute chaos. Like people are like swinging oh. from the rooftops and yeah. all sorts of stuff. And I was like well, I, just, I just highly doubt. I think this is the least realistic part of this entire film. I would have rented it on video and yeah. and waited because that is just... I can't. No, I can't cope. Also, right, just, she ordered she ordered a, a popcorn and a small Pepsi, right? Did you see yeah. the size of that Pepsi? It was massive. It was like massive. a... It was bigger than a large in our country. In our country, like in UK our, in does our not country. in our in our tiny portion country. I was like, that was a small. It was like a bucket. Yeah. God, I can't that wait to go to America. I I feel like if I go to America, I need to go to the cinema because I need to like experience yeah. this for myself. You need to see if it's actually like. What if it wasn't very full? What if it was a, a big big? Cup Probably all small, ice. Well, full of ice. Yeah, it's all ice. Full of ice. That's why I asked mm. for no ice. Mm. Mm. But then I don't think I could physically drink that much. I normally get a no. really small one and it's like the size of a can. And I'm like, can oh. I get a, a, a child one. And I'm like, oh, it's full. <laughs> Can't do it. It's too big. Too big. No. <laughs> so she's she's gone in and then the boyfriend goes to the loo 
and there's like two ghost faces peeing at the at the urinal and I was like that must be quite difficult in a cape you well, need yeah. to be careful you don't yeah. want splashing Ugh. so he yeah he uh, he decides to go into a stall because obviously the urinals are full and he's sat there and then he hears noise coming from the next stall and he can hear like sort of giggling and stuff so he puts his ear to the door mm. who does that to be fair i feel like after what i watched this at quite a young age i would never ever ever put my head next to a thing to listen because and then he gets he basically gets it's... stabbed in the ear oh how did he how did ghostface stab that hard that he got through a bathroom stall i don't know i'm guessing it wasn't Very that sturdy powerful but yeah did you notice as well the bathroom was egypt themed no <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Hieroglyphics on the wall. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I know. I need it, to watch it, it again. Was it an Egypt-themed cinema or just an Egypt-themed bathroom? I don't know. And also, no, what, no. what's Egyptian about a cinema? That's weird. I need to. Maybe it's. I need to rewatch it. I don't know. I need to rewatch it. But they definitely it. had hieroglyphics on the wall. Ah. Ah. It was, I mean, it was quite an attractive feature. It's a nice bathroom. Yeah. I do appreciate a nice bathroom. To be fair. Yeah. So. So yeah, so boyfriend gets got, and then it cuts back to the film of of stab where Heather Graham's running around and screaming, and then Jada Pinkett's shouting at her to get a grip, which you do. You're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then um, boyfriend sits down next to her, but it's not a boyfriend because we not know him. that he's got got. And then. Uh, and then she's basically she's she's gonna get it she's get she's gonna get killed like this is it, and then uh, I feel like as well this one, it reenacts when she got stabbed, but in the original, you didn't really see her get stabbed. It cut away, but in this one, they showed it, yeah. and I don't know if that was a bit of a kind of it's a bit of a jab at like the you know the MPA is it MPAA. Like the ratings, like the ratings board people, yeah. Because a lot of horror films get really cut down because they're like, no, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. So, but then it's kind of a, I think, I don't know if like sometimes sequels tend to get away with a bit more because they've done well originally, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, so she, she's, she's getting stabbed on the film and then she, does she like, Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash this is home today. Sees like blood on his jacket, doesn't she? Because he's yeah, wearing she, his leather jacket, and she sees on his hands. Yeah, and then oh, so, not on her hands, sorry, on her hands, and then she's like, "Oh my yeah. god, what the hell is this?" And then she gets stabbed, while yeah. Heather Graham gets stabbed, 
Oh, it's everyone's horrible. Cheering. And everyone's cheering because yeah. I think people thought it was like a stunt and she was just acting along, but actually she's just getting killed in front of them. It's really it's really scary actually. How there's so many people there but no one does anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're all too excited with their glow in the dark running around with their glow in the dark knives. Oh my god. Ugh. So she gets she basically gets onto this stage where the where the screen is and basically just screams bloody murder and then dies and and also i noticed when she was looking at the crowd a lot of them were like white men they're just white men in this in the things i don't know if that was on purpose or not but after the comment that she said about like horror films being quite white and stuff like that i was like mm, yeah. So, yeah, so poor Jada Pinkett, she gets got, and then you get your title card of Scream 2, and then it starts with a phone call sound, and Sydney answers, and it's Ghostface, but she realises that it's a prank, because she's got, like, um... Call a readout thing. Yeah, like it's weird that because I feel like now everyone has that, but like that was a separate yeah. thing that you had to get. And then she's like, Yeah, well, I, I know who you are. It's a historical film. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah. then, like, how technology has moved on since then. Mm. But yeah, she's like, Yeah, I know who this is. It's you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, man. And she's like, Yeah, well, it's a federal offence to prank call people or something. And then he hangs up and she's like, Oh, well, you didn't want to talk to me then. Fine. So she she's kind of she's kind of uh, accepting it, I guess. But did you notice the music? The, it was the eels. It's this could be your lucky day. It's yeah. the bleakest lyrics I've ever heard in my life. Because uh, I was like, I was like that. It's something about you could. It's something about lucky day, and then something about dying or something. And I was you like, ne- well, you never know who it might be at your doorbell. You never know who it might be. That's it. Mm. Yeah, I did. I did. But I didn't realise it was the eels, but I noticed the song. It's a classic, that one. You like the eels, don't you? I I quite like the eels. eels. I think I like them, but I don't realise that it's them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've probably heard the songs and thought, oh, yeah, they're really good, but not knowing it's the eels. You know what I think, though? If you listen to the eels with some of the songs, you're like, bit weird, even for the eels. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) over the edge of weird sometimes yeah yeah so she's i think she's in a in a dorm room with a friend isn't she and then i think her friend's like oh another phone call and she's like well it's opening weekend of stab so it'll die down again whatever so i'm assuming she expected that to happen because yeah it's it's messed up that isn't it that people are like oh prank call her and pretend to be a guy who tried to kill her it's really weird but you know so the the TV's on as well, and she sees Cotton, who's talking about how he was wrongly accused of the murders. Mm. Um, her friend's talking about going to this party, and she's like, oh, I don't really want to go. And then she's like, no, you promised. You promised me you're not going to get out of this. You need to socialise. Don't isolate yourself and all this lot. And it's like, she's gone through trauma. Just leave her alone. Yeah. If she wants to hide away... Just let her do it. <laughs> um, but then... Did you notice the stripy jumper? The stripy jumper? In her wardrobe, she had a stripy jumper, a bit like... Um, was it red and or... green? Yeah. Really? I think so. It was ah. red and blue. 
Nice. Anyway, it was a stripy jumper, like... Um, Freddie. Howie. What, yeah, Freddie. Howie? <laughs> Howie. Howie knifey fingers. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Edward Scissorhands, and then I went, I was thinking Howie something. Freddie. And I remembered. <laughs> Howie knifey fingers. He's getting called that from now on. So... Then it, yeah, so, so he was on the TV, but then it goes to the news and it says that two people were murdered. So they're the two mm. people who were in the cold open. So then she goes outside and the news people are like, tell us about this, Sydney. How do you feel about it? And then she's like, I, oh, I don't want to talk to you. And then it cuts to film class. Oh, the classic. The classic film class. American film class. And it was like, easiest easiest subject to do ever just talk about yeah. films and watch films i'd have loved it but then there's yes, a lot the, of writing mm, i feel like there's the a lot of academic writing. writing yeah the lecturer was like the absolute stereotypical american movie cool lecturer sitting on the desk i'm sat on the desk i'm cool i'm just like you guys yeah yeah down with the kids down yeah. with the kids yeah so they're talking about they're basically talking about this killer and how you know, how movies aren't responsible for people's actions, which I absolutely agree. Because I know there's been there's been a few sort of instances where people have tried to blame films. It was like the um, Jamie Bulger case. Do you remember that, like, years ago? Uh, Them two no, kids tried to nice. blame... They tried to blame Child's Play on it, and it's a load of rubbish. Yeah. So, like... Randy's there because he's the film guy and he's kind of like, I lived through it. It's, you know, it was horrible and blah, blah, blah. But then they kind of get to this this sort of, is somebody trying to make a sequel? And then somebody's like, well, what's the point in making a sequel? Because sequels are rubbish compared to the original. So then... Oh, it's so knowing, isn't it? So then they... Meta. Yeah, so then they start having this conversation of, of actually, well, what sequels were better and... Somebody says aliens, and then they're like, no. And then he says, he says, get away from her, you bitch. And then he's like, I believe it's stay away from her, you bitch. Get it right, or something. <laughs> somebody somebody says uh, Terminator 2, which I absolutely agree is better than the original. Terminator 2 was good. It's Terminator 2 was a really, really good one. It's possibly one of the greatest films ever made. I love that film so much. It's great. House 2, the second story, that is just insane. Like, we need to cover that on the podcast, because... I have never even heard of that. It's, it's. Ah, oh, I can't even. Ex, I can't even explain it. There's that much. There's that much in it that it's just. You've just got to watch it because it's like, it's just really weird. There's like Aztecs okay. in it. There's dinosaurs in it. There's a crystal skull in it. It's it's. Ooh, it's crazy. That good. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like it's very much a Celia film. I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, it certainly sounds like it. So. Um, so they're discussing this this sort of film class and then Sydney's at the door for Randy, obviously, because she's got to get the gang back together because it's happening again. And uh, and I think one of them says something, what would you, what would you suggest about about sequels or something to him? And he's like, I'd, let, I'd get the geek, get the girl or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Randy, bless you. You're not going to, but never mind. They basically walking they're doing like the walk and talk down as did he, he have an english accent at this point he did an english accent uh, i think he was trying to be michael kane for a time is that who he was i wasn't sure if i was imagining it no i think he does he does accent. like a 
I think he does like an impression of Michael Caine for some reason. But then he's basically saying, it's nothing to do with us, I'm keeping out of it. Absolute denial yeah. central. And is and then we get Derek. Derek comes. Derek O'Connell. So at, at this point, were you not like, what if Scream 2 is just sliders where he didn't invent like dimension uh, travelling? Maybe. And it's just a long-form sliders. Maybe. I was, sliders was great. I've, I've, I saw it years ago, but I can't remember oh, it. I loved Sliders. Um, Rem-rammed. I I kept thinking because Jerry O'Connell, right? Is he mm. the was he the kid who was in Stand by Stand Me? By Me? Yeah, the little chubby kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, he long bottomed, didn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, Stand by Me is great, isn't it? Stand by Me is very good. Oh, it's, what got, it's what got Rob Reiner uh, misery because Stephen King oh. liked it so much. Yeah. So, so we get Derek and he's Sydney's boyfriend. Yeah. And and he basically comes and kisses her in front of Randy. I feel like he maybe knows that he's got a thing for her and he's basically proven a point, marking his territory, so to speak. And then they see that Gail Weathers is there and she's yeah. on the phone and she's got red streaks. She's got red streaks in her hair. She's got red streaks. She's got red lipstick on. I feel like she's got a red coat on at one point. She's all about the red. Red. She's got a new cameraman. And then uh, she gets accosted by uh, Debbie Salt, who's her number one fan. Yeah. And she's really harsh and just dismisses her. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to know. Just get away from she me. She certainly is playing the harsh journalist role very well. What I want to know is, no one seems to actually employ her, but she has a van no. and a cameraman. Who does she work for? Do you think she used to work for a newspaper it's... or like a TV station and then she's gone freelance? I feel like she's gone murder. rogue. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's, she's, gone... Re- she's written up a book and now she's just covering yeah. murders. That's it. She, um, yeah, she's, what is it? Yeah. The, um, they see her, so they're like, oh my God, Gail's here, like something's going on. And then we get the, uh, the sorority girls that come to talk yeah. to Sydney and they're like, oh, we're here for you, Sydney. One of them's Portia de Rossi, who's married to Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. And the other one is, what's she called? Rebecca Gayhart, who was in Urban Legend. Oh. She's the curly-haired lady from Urban Legend, yeah. But they're like, oh, if you need anything, they're basically wanting her to join this sorority and, and she's kind of like... Nah, I don't think that's for me kind of thing. I don't quite understand the sorority thing. Is the, Does each university in America have specific sororities and each sorority has like a, a type of person that it has? Or is that just a movie thing? I don't know. I think there are, like, sororities do exist on, yeah. like, each campus of a university. So they'll have, like, male ones and female ones. But I don't know how accurate it is to how they are yeah. portrayed. I watched a lot I of. I never remember the, the names. I watched Greek and and that kind of talks about sororities a lot, so I kind of understand it from that, but I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. It's probably not true to life, uh, but yeah, I don't think it's for me. I don't think I'd like it. Um, so then they see Dewey. Dewey stood Dewey. by a tree, and he's back. Hooray! And then. She she basically goes to see him and, and she's like, what are you doing here? And and he's like, well, 
Because I think he sort of says, like, you're like my little sister, so I've come to sort of see mm. that you are right kind of thing. And then um, Gail accosts her and, and says, oh, can I can I have a, a word? But then turns up with Cotton and she's like, mm, I don't yeah. really want to talk to him kind of thing. Not happy. No, she's fuming. She slaps her again in the face because, you know, it's got to be done. <laughs> and then he, he sort of says... You did not arrange this interview, did you? She didn't know about this. And he's like, she's like, oh, well, whatever. And then she sees Dewey. And then she's like, oh, Dewey. Like, oh. And then he's, and then he's like, leave Sydney alone. Like, she doesn't need this in her life right now. And then he's yeah. like, and my name is Dwight. And then she's kind of like, oh, what, like, what's wrong with you kind of thing. And then he starts quoting the book. And she's like, oh, you read it? And he's like, yeah, I did read your book. And then he says that there's a bit where he's like, um, he oozed with inexperience. Well, it was kind of true, though. And then he's like, like, did you ever think... I can't remember the exact words, but he's basically said, did you ever think that I was playing dumb to lower people's expectations, but really, I'm actually, you know, the head of everything and... I'm just, it's just a cover. So, and then it, I was thinking about, they use that in um, in Scary Movie because they like ripped off Scream. So like Dewey was really thick, but actually he was a criminal mastermind. And then he tells her that he says uh, nice streaks or something like that and comments on her hair. What are a couple at this point? Um, yes, or early stages, I think. Mm. Yeah. Then uh, it cuts to the party that Sydney's been dragged onto, and then I think one of the um, one of the sort of sorority people say hi to her, and she's like, she's like, oh hi, and she's like, no, I really meant it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I really, I really meant it. And then it cuts to it cut. I've but basically cuts to Buffy. She's in the Omega Beta Zeta house. Yeah. She's sober sister. So she's staying at home in case anyone needs a lift or looking yeah, after. Which is, a nice which is idea. very responsible. I feel like that's yeah. a good idea, but it's a bit of a drag in it if you've got to do that. So she gets this phone call who she thinks is her creepy boyfriend Ted. Was but Ted it isn't. Not the robotic dad played by John Ritter in Buffy. Yeah. Ah. It all fits. It all fits, doesn't See, it? This is the thing that, like, I was watching this all the time, but like to me, Sarah Michelle Gellar is Buffy. She'll always be mm. Buffy, and I was like, just karate kick him, just karate kick his ass out of that house. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, it wasn't going to happen. So she, she, she starts getting freaked out by this guy who she realizes isn't a boyfriend. But then there's another girl there, and she. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm just going out. Uh, but then the phone goes. And then she's like, oh, hello. And then she's like, oh, it's... T-. And I think he says it's Ted, doesn't he? He's like, oh, it's Ted. And yeah. she's like, oh, it's Ted. And then... So she thinks, oh, thank God, it is Ted. And then all you hear is, you wish it was Ted. Oh, and the the girl before she leaves says, don't forget to set the alarm. And then he says, don't forget to set the alarm. So she sets the alarm and freaks out. <laughs> She's creeping through the house. She goes to 
another phone. Did you see that other phone, Chad? It was like one of them old see-through ones. You know, you can see oh, all the things. Yeah, it was really cool. And then uh, Ghostface appears. Basically chases her up to the top of the house, which... Did well with that bike. You shouldn't run upstairs. Never run upstairs. We yeah, always establish out. this. Every film they say this, don't do it. But they do it anyway. And she basically gets shoved through a window. And then I think, I don't know if he stabs her and then chucks her off a balcony. Which is really horrible. And then it cuts back to the party. And I think Sydney's talking to Derek and... And he's kind of saying, oh, they really want you to join this sorority. Are you going to pledge? And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to pledge. It's not for me. And then the um, sorority people come and they're like, oh, there's loads of police everywhere. So everyone's like, oh, well, we'll go out and see. See Ooh, what's happening. There's a drama. Yeah. There's a drama. We'll all go outside. And basically they say that there's a girl died, but they don't think it's a suicide because she got chucked out of a balcony. Uh, Gail's there. And then she talks to Dewey again and she's like, it's happening again, isn't it? And he's really snippy with her because he's still annoyed her. And she, I think she goes to leave with Derek to Sydney, doesn't she? But then she's like, I'm just going to go get my jacket, right? And then there's a phone ringing. Yeah. And she goes to leave it. And I was like, that is a sensible thing to do. But then she answers. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Chances it. Who answers a phone in somebody else's house? Weird, I barely it? answer my own phone. If I don't know who yeah. it is, I ain't answering it. Because, well, nobody rings me anyway. Like, but I don't... No! I, f- I feel like some people are, like, they're compelled to answer a phone. They can't not answer a phone. Yeah. I'd have just left it. But if it's someone you know or if it's something important, they'll, they'll ring, ring back. They'll ring back, exactly. And if it's not in your house... Yeah! Don't ring it. Don't answer. No. Yeah. I'd have left it. But anyway... She answers it, and it's basically, uh, it's old ghost face features again. And he's like, I'm back. Yay. (gasps) Then she gets attacked in the house. She runs outside and says, he's in the house, he's in the house. And then Derek runs in to the house. And then he gets slashed on his arm, but survives. So then it's kind of a... Yeah, so it kind looks like of, it could have been him. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, that's convenient. You just got a little cut on your arm. It's like, he still did get a cut on his arm, like, yeah. you know. 
They're not it's not good. Didn't the ghost face killer um like stab through the door as well? Yeah, because he was like Whoa. I find it very hard to believe that people can stab through these solid It's a very solid well. knife. <laughs> yeah. It's made of like titanium. Yeah. Um so he yeah, basically he gets in they all get interviewed at the police station, but they're all a bit like, oh, it's a bit convenient, Derek. Mm. And he's like, he literally cut my arm and then he ran he ran off. That was it. And they're like, really? Really? Did that happen? And then doing Gail kind of, they kind of make friends again. And she's like, I really want to help. And she's like, I think this is a bit, she's like, I feel really bad. Like, I really want to help. And then... Uh, Debbie, Debbie Salt's there again and she accuses Dewey but she sticks up for him and she's like, no, I'm not having that. It's not him. Then we cut to the canteen and they kind of, they do that sort of speculating of who it might be. Is it Randy? No, it's not Randy. Could never be Randy. Uh, is it this? And then basically they're like, she's got two guards with her now following yeah. her everywhere. These two were my favourite characters. Oh, really? Yeah, I really liked them. They didn't say a lot, but they were great. She knew the life story because they yeah. were like, she was like, that one's so-and-so and he's got kids and blah, blah, blah. The other one's single, but I think he might be gay. He's a Gemini. Uh, and he's a Gemini and all this lot, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I love how she knows everything about him. Geminis are the best people. <laughs> are you a Gemini? Look, maybe, perhaps... Not for a police officer, but in general. Are you a Gemini? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was biased. You are biased. <laughs> but then, isn't that just a Gemini? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I was not like biased towards them, so I can't. I, can't, I, I don't really even, know. I don't even really believe in it, so I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't really know anything about um, star signs, to be honest. No, I don't either. I can't remember which one's which. No, I know. I'm a Virgo and I like lists. That's all I know. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so then, uh, so yeah, so they're all having lunch, and then Jerry O'Connell crops up, and then he starts singing, which yeah, I cringed so hard at. Ugh, I hate it. And he gives a, he gives a his his Greek letters, which is a massive yeah. no-no in the in the Greek system. Well, yeah. Obviously. So they were like. He'll get that, done that for is that. That's a very serious thing to do, obviously. Knowing nothing about sororities. Yeah, and you don't give a girl your letters. It's What's the male sorority? Fraternity. Fraternity? Mm-hmm. That's where frat house comes from. Yes. Makes <laughs> <laughs> sense. You're learning so much today. You're learning. So, yeah, so I was just cringing at that bit where it was singing and I was like, oh, God, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, Ew. Mm. I just cringe. I don't like stuff like that. Uh, then it cuts to Tori Spelling having an interview because she's in Stab. Yeah. Which is funny because in the original one, they were talking about who would play you in a movie to Sydney. And I think uh. Dewey says, I think you'd be a young Meg Ryan. And then she says something like, with my luck, they'd cast Tori Spelling. And then in this one... Tori Spelling is playing Sydney, which I thought was quite funny. Wow. And it's and she's like, Yeah, you know, I play Sydney Prescott and my mum got murdered and blah blah blah. And then it cuts to the scene from the original 
where it was her, it was Sydney and Billy talking to each other. But in this, it's Tori Spelling and Luke Wilson, and it's so yeah. funny. It's so bad. <laughs> it's Is he wearing so a wig? I think so. It's a bad wig yeah. as well. And he's like, yeah, Sid. It's so funny. I love Luke Wilson. He makes me laugh. He's really funny. He's funny. I liked him in uh, Old School. Have you ever seen that? No. That he ends up running a fraternity house. Oh. In it, yeah, it's really funny. It's got uh, it's got Will Ferrell in it as well. It's really good. But yeah, it's just it's just really really, it's the same, but like, it's just terrible, yeah. isn't it? Just worse. And then, and then basically, they they they're watching this interview, and then I think it's is it Randy? He's like, I'll wait for video. I don't want it. I don't want to go see it. <laughs> and then he starts talking to is it does he talk to Dewey about it? I think he starts talking about sequel rules. Mm. So he says there's a bigger body count, there's more gore. And then the kind of oh yeah, the kind of saying who who it might be and then he's like, It might be Mickey, but if it is then that includes me, so we'll rule him out because I didn't do it. And then they're like, maybe it's Gail. Maybe she wanted to stage the news. Wow, could be. And then, um, and then he says to, <laughs> he says to, yeah, that's it. He says to do. He was like, uh, what's with that limp? Why have you got that limp? And he's like, severed nerve. And then he uh. says, I too have my scar. <laughs> my little love scar, which I thought was on the other side because I feel like he got shot on the other side. Um, I have no memory at all. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Then it cuts to Gail and her cameraman and he's like, I think we need to talk because I have read your book and I have seen what happened to Kenny. Yeah. He was gutted. And then she's like, well, I made it up. He wasn't gutted. And then he and then he kind of goes, he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, he got his throat slashed. And then he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he basically says... I do not want to be here because it was it basically a quote a quote it says brothers don't last in horror films which is that kind of like black people are in horror films and if they do they get killed and and then she's like oh it'll be fine come on let's go and then he's like fine we'll go get killed then Ugh. then it cuts to Sydney at her play and she's talking to the director and she's like I don't think I can do it with everything that's going on mm. And then he. The director was Lovejoy from um, Titanic. That's what he was from. Yeah. I knew he looked familiar. He's cropped up in quite a lot of stuff. He's in, he's in a lot of stuff, isn't he? Stuff. Yeah. And yeah. he and he basically says like you need to use this pain and use it as as as, as your method and and then yeah. basically she's like I'm a fighter and all this lot and then he's basically like I've got no one else I'm desperate you need to do it. So she's like, yeah. fine, okay. Doesn't have an understudy. She has to do it. You've got to do it, fine. The practice in the play. The play is Agamemnon, I believe. Ah. And it's the the scene that they're doing is a debate whether she's going to enter the palace or not. Because if she does, she'll die. So I guess it's kind of a a sort of a reflection of you mm. know if you're going to get into this again, are you going to survive it this time? Kind of thing. So there's all these people in in these sort of like Greek masks and it's all kind of quite chaotic because she's meant to be like descending into madness. Oh. And then, uh, but in in the play she sees 
ghost face there and she freaks yeah. out, obviously. So she freaks out. I think they cut they must cut it short by that point. And then she's uh she's in this like in the wings, I think, and Derek comes and then she says, Oh, where's Mickey? And he's like, Oh, we swap shifts, so they must be sort of making sure someone's with her at all times kind mm. of thing. And then she you can kind of tell that she's like, I think it might be you, but I'm not actually sure. Yeah. And then she, uh, it cuts to, I think it's, yeah, Gail, Dewey and Randy are together and they get a phone call, don't they, of, from yeah. Ghostface. So, and it's the and, killer. And he's kind of taunting them. So they're basically running around this campus trying to look at people on the phone and try to figure out who it is. Yeah. But it was funny when Gail and Dewey see a guy on a phone, so they like tackle him. The rugby tackled him. him. And, they tackle, and then the guy is like, Can I help you? If someone tackles you. I'd be like, What the hell? What are you doing? Yeah, you wouldn't be like, Can I help you? Yeah. You just wouldn't. I'd be like, Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird reaction to someone tackling. You'd be like, Get off me, go, whatever. Get but off me. Why are you I tackling help me? You? Yeah, it was weird. Um, so then, uh, so Randy's on the phone and he's kind of saying that Billy and Stu were more original and sort of saying all this stuff. And then he's getting closer and closer to the news van. And then he starts talking about Billy and how he was like a pathetic mummy's boy and mm-hmm. and all this lot. And basically he gets got from behind because Ghostface yeah. is in the van. And yeah. then he gets killed, and I was really sad. Um, I like Randy; he's my favourite. Immediately, the boombox people. Yeah, and they couldn't hear him. Oh, it was so sad. And then it cuts to Sydney's at the library, and she's on the computer. And then she's like, "Oh, my screen's frozen." And then somebody's like, "Oh, you've got an instant message." And she's like, "Well, I'm not logged in." And he's like, "Well, it's over like the intranet." of the library 90s internet yeah it's over the intranet of the library and then she gets this message that says you're gonna die so then she freaks out tells the two guys she's like i think he's here in the meantime when they're looking for him cotton appears and basically is like diane sawyer because he wants this interview with diane sawyer he's like diane sawyer wants Um. us it's gonna we're gonna get money it's gonna be amazing and she's not into it and then he starts mouthing off at her, so then they tackle him because it looks mm. like him. It's another sort of setting it up as whether yeah. it's him or not. And then yeah, so she he kind of he he basically wants a bit of he wants his five minutes of fame, doesn't he? Because mm. obviously he got sent to jail for a year and I can I get it. He wants to cash yeah. in on it, obviously. And she yeah, they, I can't remember who she's talking to, but somebody's like, "It's all right to break," but she's like, "No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see this through. I'm gonna sort it out." Because she's very, she's she's a strong, she's a strong female character. I think she's one of my favourites, to be honest. Because she's kind of, she's very um, proactive. She's fairly likable and she's, she's proactive. She doesn't yeah, sit. She's not too silly. She doesn't sit and cry, does she, or whatever? Then um, they're basically saying, right. We need to get you to a safe house. Pack your stuff. We'll go. Yeah. That's that. Debbie Salt is hanging around again. And then uh, Gail shouts at her and she's like, give it a rest. I'm not into this now. 
I know what you you know you're trying to be me or idolize me or whatever you're doing just just stop it I can't cope with you uh cameraman Joel is like I'm done with this I'm off see you later yeah so he actually survives because he doesn't come actually, back. Yeah. He gets the hell out of there. Thank God. Oh, this is it. Yeah, she says, uh, does Gail. She's like, I feel bad to do it. And she's like, I feel bad and I really I want to find them and I want to kind of... This is them sort of bonding. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. she kind of seems a bit more human and she's like, I do actually want to help. And then she starts talking about Joel's crowd footage and then they kind of say... Well, whoever it is must be in the crowd. Yeah. So we need to look at the tapes. Yeah. yeah. So they, they kind of go... They go into the Unity, like the video archive bit, to try and find a video player. And they end up going to into a lecture theatre. And I was like, that's an old school thing, isn't it? Lecture theatres that have videos in. Yeah. Because it's all done on a computer now and everything. This whole film is old school. It's crazy. Imagine if they'd have had... Uh, blackboard then got it at a blown the minds yeah and turn it in and all that lot Oof. I bet they used to have to submit paper assignments well yeah they probably had to have typewriters and stuff yeah it's crazy yeah printing stuff off yeah so yeah I like I like them too they're kind of they are good. they're I really goofy like, together and I like it like yeah I think you can tell I think the director was playing off the yeah the fact that they were a couple yeah to, they like, um make the film more enjoyable yeah they kind of there's like a video of them like when they were being angry at each other and stuff and then she's like you're cute when you're angry and all this lot so they start kissing they've made up at this point but then the video changes and it goes to the video of the murders so there's a murder of Cece, and then there's a murder of randy and then it goes to them in the theater looking at the videos so then I think they see Ghostface at the top of the theatre, don't they? So he goes up. Why they made him run around when he's supposedly got this horrendous limp because he got stabbed in the back as well? They yeah. make him run around an awful lot in this film. Awful. <laughs> it's really harsh. So in the meantime, she gets chased. So I'm assuming they were both there at this point because they can't be but we'll get into that later yeah do you ever try and pick out who's who out of the ghost face yeah roles yeah because i'm sometimes i'm like well that doesn't seem like a middle-aged woman yeah it's like um yeah like the first one i feel like like the there's like one who is clearly very clumsy which i think was matthew lillard (laughs) and then (laughs) and then billy but yeah it's really it's crazy but she she ends up like running around this like recording studio and she's hiding behind all these like baffles. I think they're called baffles. To like spiky walls. Yeah, I think they're called I think they're called baffles. I think it's to like called spiky foam walls. It's to stop like echo, I think. Yeah. It's to stop echo and make it crisper or something. But she's hiding about it, obviously. Spiky. Spiky walls. So she's hiding behind those and it's like a maze isn't it and she ends up getting into this next room which i was thinking though the other one's soundproofed in it it can't because of all the foam maybe not maybe you couldn't hear her well maybe not because it's probably designed not to like conduct a lot of sound apart from what you're recording so yeah but when she gets into that other room i think that's completely soundproofed 
So yeah. they can't hear because she kind of goes to the window and is there and she hides, but he can't hear her. Yeah. And then Dewey goes into the other room and he's like banging on the window. I didn't like, I hate this bit. He's banging on the window for her and then he gets stabbed, but then she turns around. Oh, it's And I was one. like, oh no. It's really sad. Boo. Um. So yeah, so Dewey gets got. Yeah. She ba- she basically at this point just sits down and has a cry. Yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing else to do. But then he disappears, does Ghostface, which I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she ends up like in there for ages. She's sat there for ages. And then it cuts to Sydney going to the safe house. Derek's kind of saying that he'll still be there but she's like she ends up taking a friend and not him because i feel like she still doesn't actually trust him at this point she she goes off and then a group of masked people kidnap him who are his fraternity people and they're like you gave up your letters you're gonna get got sort of monks yeah i feel like they've just nicked the 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 Greek greek stuff tragedy costumes not monks yeah that'd make much more sense yeah yeah so they go into the they must go into the theatre and he's tied to a star. So he's tied yeah. to the to the like the scenery of the stage, yeah. Yeah. And they're basically all having beer and partying and like chucking beer at him and stuff and saying, Oh, you know, you gave your letters away and oh yeah. It's weird. I feel like weird. it is, it's a weird like is thing. it realistic though? Because I just I feel like maybe it is just in movies though that that happens. I don't know. Who knows? It is weird. Maybe you should join a sorority undercover. Maybe. Mm. Will do you? Would you be able to? I don't think I'd be able to. Though? No, I couldn't cope with it. I'd be like, God, you're all annoying me. Right, I need to leave. <laughs> so leave and take your red cups with you. Oh yeah, I do like red a red cups. cup. It's a party red when cups. there's red cups. Yeah. It's always you know, a party when there's red... mismatched mugs like I do. No. Red no. cups. It's got to be red the cups. cups. <laughs> yeah. I do like a red cup. They are good. It's party time when there's a red cup. So, it cuts to Sydney, and she's in the car with a friend, and the officers are taking her to the safe house, and then they kind of say, oh, where are we going? And then one of the officers is like, well, if we told you, we'd have to kill you. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And then uh, Ghostface appears. Uh, they crash. I think, they, do they run him over? I feel like they might run him over. Or they crash. They, the, the Ghostface overpowers the two police officers very Well, oh, that's quickly. it. It kills one of them. And then they end up driving into like um, yeah. a pole. One gets impaled by yeah. a pole. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, it was horrible. And, and he dies. But then Ghostface He's is knocked children. out. He's got children. She found out. The other one was a Gemini. Neither of them deserved to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so they're in the back, but they're stuck because it's a police car, so they, they can't get out. And Ghostface is in the front and he's knocked out. So, basically, they have to climb out through the front of the car and out through the window over Ghostface. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. And there's a bit where like she goes to, um, she goes to like lift his his mask up, but she honks the horn, and then everyone Ugh. shits themselves. So I was like, ah. Though I was so glad she didn't take his mask off first. 
Yeah. So they they do get yeah, out. So embarrassing me honk the horn with your shopping bags. Yeah. Bonk. She's it. Mm. They get out and Ghostface is there. So they start running. They proper cheese it out of there. But then she's like, she stops and she's like, I need to know who it is. So she goes mm. back to the car, but he's not there anymore. Yeah. What happened? Well, her is, friend was like, no, we're smart people, smart people. Smart people run, run away. Exactly. They but then been. I was a bit disappointed for her because she was right. She was right, but then she gets Because if got. they had run, she would still be here with us today in mm-hmm. another sequel or whatever. Yeah, she gets she gets got. Yeah. So friend friend dies, and then uh, what happens then? Oh, she she starts running, I think, but the killer doesn't run after her. He disappears. Yeah. And then it cuts to. Then it cuts to Gail coming out of that that room. So she must have been in there for ages, and she yeah, sees just paralysed. She in there sees with fear. yeah, she sees Cotton with blood all over him, and he's like, "I've just found Dewey. Oh my god! Like what what has happened?" Mm. So she immediately is like, "Oh my god, it's him." Yeah. And I think does she call the police? I feel like she calls the police, and she's like, "It's she Cotton." She the phone from Debbie Salt. Yeah, she's like, "Give me the phone," and she's like, "It's Cotton. Cotton's the yeah. killer." And then it cuts back to the stage area where there's like music blaring and Sydney's running towards there. Um, she goes in and it's empty and the music stops and then a spotlight goes on and then one of the stages comes down and nearly like squishes her. And then there's like the lightning effects and stuff. And then she sees Derek on this star yeah. and he he looks like he's been cut and stuff. And I was like, did, yeah. the, did the party people do that or did the killer do that? I don't know. Or did they write on him? I don't know. It looked like he'd been, like, cut into. Yeah. But I was like, that's dark if it was them. Ugh. But he he's... You think he's dead, but he's actually alive. And then she's like, right, we've got to get you out of here because the killer's here. And then she tries to, like, start undoing mm. the things. And then we see Mickey, who is the killer. Yeah, so it's Mickey. It's Mickey. Oh, bloody Mickey. And then uh, he starts sort of saying, oh, Derek, we got her, we did this, and and sort of making out like he's his partner, and then and he's kind of like, yeah. would you really trust your boyfriend? Because we know what happened last time. He's really just manipulating her. It's not a very nice thing. Mm. To, I mean, none of the stuff is very nice, but That's it's it. a, a really annoying she, thing for him to do. Yeah, so she leaves him up there, and then he shoots Derek and kills yeah. him. And, and then, then Sydney immediately puts a hand on his chest as if she could stop the bullet. Magically stop it, in. yeah. Stop. And then he that sort of says, happened. and then he's like, oh, it was the wrong guy. Oh, you didn't trust him and sort of making out like it's her fault. Mm. And yeah, so he, he's sort of going on and then she's kind of like, you get this sort of exposition of why, why did you do it and all this lot. He sort of says... That he wants to get caught because he wants to say that it was the movies that did it. Mm. And then he was like, you know, there'll be a big trial and people love a good trial and stuff. Like, the the amount of, like, televised trials that there were in the 90s, like OJ and all that lot, it's kind of a, yeah. a sort of looking at that. And then and then she is talking about about Billy and then she says to him, she's like, you're forgetting one thing about him. And then he's like, what? And she's like, I fucking killed him. So then she <sighs> beats him up and I was like, yes. Yeah. So she she's trying to run away 
And then uh, Debbie Salt comes in with a gun, I think. And then... Well, because Gail came in first. And I was oh, like, with Gail. Yeah, yeah Gail comes and then she's Gail. behind her. And then, and then she... And then... And then Sydney goes, oh, she's like, Mrs. Loomis. And she's like, yep, that's me. Her eyes at this point become incredibly wide. and She does not blink for a long time. No. She has, she's wide eyed. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely doesn't blink for a long time. So she, yeah, she's basically had a makeover and and changed her appearance because they didn't, recognize her and but says she's got a makeover into the most 90s person ever yeah i know right White trouser suit trouser suit short hair yeah yeah and she basically says that there's 97 active serial killers in the U- u.s at the moment and basically found mickey online and with guidance in like a classified yeah thing. of yeah. course and and she's basically funded his scholarship to uni and stuff so that he could be there to mess with sydney basically yeah um and she she was like yeah my my motive's not as 90s as mickey's mine's just good old-fashioned revenge because you killed good my old-fashioned son revenge mickey's motive was very 90s yeah and she's like you killed my son and then basically she says something about randy being horrible about about a son and she got a bit knife happy mm. um and then she she's sort of she's sort of ex doing her sort of exposition dump of why she's there and and all that lot and then uh sydney's like isn't mickey supposed to be dead because i think she shoots him doesn't she yeah but then obviously looks away and then sydney gets away and then puts all the um puts all like these effects on to make noise and stuff the stage effect she hits all the stage effects with an axe or something yeah there's that shot of her with the axe like slamming the things down so she gets um she gets like trapped under a pile of rubble and i was like it was like a captain scarlet death because in (laughs) captain scarlet it said like how he was like immune to everything and he couldn't basically die but then there's a bit where a pile of boxes fall on him and he died. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, that's really weird. Um Oh Captain Scarlet was But great. yeah, it was like that. So so she's she's still alive because she grabs her and she's basically gonna she's got a knife to her throat at this point. And then Cotton comes in and uh he's like, I have had a really bad day. What is going on? And yeah. then she's like, Well this is Mrs. Loomis and um you know, it's Billy's mum, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she, okay. she's kind of saying, just shoot her. Just shoot her. It doesn't yeah. matter, like, whatever. And then uh, he sort of says, I bet that Diane Sawyer interview's not looking so bad now, is it? Mm-hmm. And then she just looks at him and says, consider it done. And then he fires. He's very mercenary, isn't he? He shoots, yeah. But he shoot, you don't know which one is shot. But then, obviously, Sydney gets up. He's shot yeah. Debbie Salt. Slash Mrs. Loomis. Her, her face is very, very, very dead. Yeah, very dead. Um, she still doesn't close her eyes, though. And then... Oh, Gail got shot in this point and fell into, like, the orchestral pit. Oh, yeah! But she she gets up and they're like, Oh, are you all right? And she's like, Well, I've been shot, so not great, but, you oh, know, no. get me out of here. Then um, they're looking at Mrs. Loomis and saying... She better be dead because 
people tend to not be dead when they're supposed to be. And then mm. Mickey flies up. And then they basically unload all the gun into him. So he is definitely dead at this point. And then she shoots Mrs. Loomis in the head. Like she did yeah. with her son. Because he died in the same way. And then they look at her and she's like, just in case. Just think, well, it's probably a good idea. Probably wise. Yeah. And they get outside. Joel is back. And uh, sort of says, do you want to do a scoop for for what's happened? So Gail's getting ready to do this yeah. report. But then she hears somebody saying there's another person alive. And it's Dewey. Dewey's still Dewey. alive. No, they, ba- they basically say, like, they must have stabbed into, like, scar tissue or something, which saved his life. And then He's been stabbed so many times, you know, can't be stabbed because he's all scars. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. So she, yeah, she goes to him instead of doing oh. the news thing. So I was oh. like, yay. So she kind of picks the right thing. And she's like, you're alive. And she's like, I'm going to come with you. I'm gonna come with you, and then and then he says, "I don't know if he's like really high on painkillers at this point, because he's like, okay, that's fine." And then they get into the the ambulance, and he's like, "Bye bye." <laughs> it's really funny. Bye bye. And then um, Sydney gets flooded by reporters, and they're like, "Oh my god, tell us what happened!" Blah blah blah. And then she's like, "Well, you better ask Cotton because he saved my life, basically." So she kind of yeah. gives him the spotlight, yeah, and then they kind happy. of. They kind of look at each other like an, in acknowledgement. And then he says, well, I'm not really going to say anything now, but I'll give you my business card and you can you can uh, contact me at some point. And then they're like, well, give us something. And he's like, all I'll say is it'll make one hell of a movie. And then it finishes. Mm. That's the end. Fien. That was good. Yeah. It's good. I really like it. I it think, like, sequels... Yeah, like, all 90s films, though, can be good. Sequels aren't... Nostalgic. Yeah, sequels normally aren't great, but, like, I feel like that is a good one. Yeah, at the beginning at the beginning of it, where there's two ghost faces at the ur- urinal, indicates that there's mm-hmm. two killers again. And also, um, what I noticed as well is Mickey has a video camera and he's videoing stuff all through uh, the film. Yeah. Uh, but you don't actually realise that it's him. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Review-wise, I'll probably give it a five out of five because I love Wes Craven. I love the Scream franchise. It's a good, mm. good, yeah. It's good. Gore, probably a three out of five just for that man getting impaled on the pole. Cause oh, that, that is, poor man. That poor yeah. man. Oh, poor man. Yeah. yeah. And humour, I would say, probably a three out of five, because it's kind of... I think I think it's a Kevin Williamson script again, and he kind of does the sort of comedy elements mm. as well, so it's that kind of style, but I do I do quite like it. I feel like there's, a, like there's bits that are genuinely quite scary, but also it is yeah. quite funny as well. Yeah. It does a good... There's a good sort of mix of both, like the first one. Yeah. You all right? Sorry, I jumped then, sorry. <laughs> Are you all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, I think it, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going, to, we're going back in time next week. We're going to do Ooh. Psycho, the original Psycho. 
interesting. It's the oldest film we've covered because we've not really covered wow. anything before the yeah. 80s, have we? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to give that a watch. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod, and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And we're also on Patreon if anyone would like to make a donation, put a request in, interact with us, say hi. Yeah. Just just yeah. Get on get online. Say hi. I'm very active on Twitter, so Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm the I'm the social media yeah. person. Yeah. So basic it's basically my uh the 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 show's account is basically my account now so yeah i just use yeah, that I, all the time I, yeah yeah i'd say so too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah uh yeah your homework for next week watch psycho and we'll be back next week yep stay safe everybody try not to be bored yeah <laughs> yeah that's the main just try not to be bored yeah, yeah. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.